loving God, open our ears to hear your word and draw us closer to your heart, we pray. Amen. To prove his love for his wife, one man swam the swollen river, crossed the barren desert, and climbed the highest mountain. But, however, she left him because he was never, she, he was never at home. <laughs> well, our Bible readings today prove the overwhelming, determined, unconditional love that God has for you and for all. The central theme of Luke chapter 15 is, in many ways, a continuation of Luke chapter 14, the theme on which I preached two weeks ago, where Jesus challenges religious people not to see themselves as insiders and others as outsiders of God's care, but instead to see how the love of God knows no bounds and no boundaries. God sets a table for all, and no one is left off his seating plan. And God will go to great lengths to get bums on seats at his banquet. The missing one matters to God. And in Luke 15, Jesus illustrates this with two familiar pictures that his audience would relate to. And the key word found in both of those stories about the lost sheep and the lost coin is the word until. Jesus said to them, which of you having a hundred sheep and losing one of them does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. Or what woman having 10 silver coins if she loses one of them does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. The search is never called off. Why? Because both the missing sheep and the missing coin are too precious to give up on, too precious to their owner. The shepherd could not stop searching all day until he found his precious lost sheep and carried it back safely on his shoulders home to the sheepfold. And when he did so, he was so full of joy and happiness that he threw a party for his neighbors so that they could join in and celebrate with him. And I hope roast lamb was off the menu on that day. And the woman 
we're told she searched in the dark for her precious silver coin until it glinted in the light of her lamp. It was found and she had her ten coins again. And she likewise shared her joy with her neighbors. What Jesus is saying in these parables that I think are set in the daytime and the nighttime is that day and night, 24-7, God is continually seeking, seeking the lost until he brings the very last one home. And Jesus concluded, in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Who doesn't need to repent? 99 who need no repentance? I think Jesus said that to the Pharisees with a smile and a wink. Because he knew the Pharisees thought they were above repentance. And in Jesus' story, the 99 sheep are in the open country or the wilderness. So was that a little dig at the Pharisees lost in the wilderness of self-isolation and still to find the sheepfold? themselves still to be led home. We can be religious. We can be religious and still need to repent. We can be religious and still be a sinner. To repent is simply to admit our lostness to turn to God in faith, receive his love and grace in our hearts and invite God to do a work in our lives, to change us, to change our behavior. And it's encouraging to note what Jesus does not say here about the lost. There is no mention there of blame or punishment. Just a welcome home party, a seat at the table. There is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. To misquote Dr. Seuss, to the world you may be just one person, But to Jesus, you may just be the world. Believe that truth. Receive that truth for yourself today. One such sinner who repented was Saul, who became Paul. And we heard his testimony there in 1 Timothy chapter 1. And let's... Take that word until again once more. Paul is saying, until I met Jesus, 
I was a blasphemer, a persecutor, a man of violence who acted in ignorance until the patience, grace, and mercy of God found me and saved me and turned my life around. That I could become an ambassador and an evangelist of the gospel of Jesus. Yes, Paul was on God's most wanted list. And God did not stop seeking him until he found him. And I think if Paul was standing here today at this lectern, he would say to you and to me today, if God could accept me and love me and forgive me and change me and give me eternal life, even me, the supreme sinner, don't you think he can reach your heart and touch your heart today and do a work of grace and change in you, in me. Heal your heart and heal your life. Where are you today? Where do you want to be? Do you need to stop running? Or stop hiding from God? Do you feel lost? Do you feel in a wilderness? In one week, everything has changed. In this time of national mourning, in our loss, we feel lost in a fog. Our country is like a ship with a new captain, a new king to steer us, a new prime minister to lead us. And we ask, don't we, what direction will this ship, SS Great Britain, take? Will we chart a course of love? Will we chart a course back to God to sail this war-weary ship into God's eternal harbour? Our Queen Elizabeth, our true North Star, points the way home. And it's my prayer that as a nation, our Tears of grief may mingle with tears of regret and tears of repentance. In our lostness to feel the power of the cross pulling us back and there to kneel in penitence, to say sorry, to ask for forgiveness and return to the Lord and so trigger huge celebrations in heaven. God has not given up on this country, our commonwealth, our world. God has not given up 
on anyone. He gives us another chance, a fresh start. God has proved his love. He sent his son Jesus to the far country to seek out and save what was lost and bring us home. Jesus is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Friends, let him reach your heart today, where it's hurting, where it's broken, where it's lost, and know him binding up your heart today and healing your life. That you may go from this time of worship in freedom and in confidence to join God's ongoing search party so that there are no empty seats at his feast. To the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen.